Param param pam 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 Param param pam 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 Param pam 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 Param param pam pam Oh my goodness I'm just I'm I'm drinking a K cup from Dutch Bros um with a little bit of honey and some half and half in there Mm Mm Oh, hello. I'm drinking it out of my dad's big mountain mug. Anyhow. Ah, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I don't know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. It's nice out. Holy smokes. Now, <clears throat> this podcast that I recorded, I actually read my very first poem that I ever really put a lot of intention into. It's called Red. So here's a little breakdown of poetry. By uh, Brenna B on the Scoop Flow a podcast. Welcome back to the Scoop Flow podcast. I'm a little groggy this morning. I'm sorry. It's, my voice sounds froggy. Is that? Is when you're groggy, your voice sounds froggy. That's how it goes. <clears throat> Anyhow, hey, what's up, y'all? So today I thought I would just explain some of my poetry. Um, and talk about how uh, I got here to this place, why I started writing poetry, all that fun stuff, and then uh, kind of break down one of my poems for you. So, here it is. Welcome back to the Scoop Flow Podcast, uh, poetry edition. So yeah, um, story goes, as, uh, as the legends say, that... Uh, September, I believe, September of 2019, I was at an event called Summit down in LA. It was incredible. The atmosphere was very much like you made it easy to approach someone and also easy to be approachable. So it was really cool. So when we were there, they would have breakouts. Um, They'd have speakers that come or classes that were being had and And in Q, I I don't know if you know him or have heard of him. He just came out with a book in March and did a really cool campaign um, through Instagram. But his book, Inquire Within, came out. It's basically a ton of his poems. Pretty dope. Uh, Pretty awesome. But the guy, um, the thing is that I had met in Q a few years before. I was at Life is Beautiful Music Festival in Las Vegas. Um, that they do usually every September, and uh, it's just an awesome, awesome, awesome. They literally take over blocks of Old Town Los Angeles or Las Vegas, and it's just cool. Incredible food. The people are always bitching. When you go, went there and actually um, had this uh, brunch with, uh, and he, and he did a reading. He did a poetry reading. It was the first time I had ever heard of him, and I, the first time I've ever heard him first time I've ever met him and in QE he read this poem it was awesome I met Kevin and Kevin is in Q's manager Kevin is the man I love Kevin Kevin is just the most like the sweetest guy he's just a genuinely nice dude you can just tell he's he's, he's super smart you know and and he's very wise like he's just very kind and and Awesome. So I ended up meeting Kevin, talking to Kevin, got to meet NQ. Really cool. Kevin also manages Alex Benayan. Um, Alex Benayan wrote a book called The Third Door. 
Awesome book. I highly, if you don't like reading, check it out on Audible. That's what I did, and it was super dope. Not to say that I don't like reading. I like reading. I just, sometimes I just don't have time. And there's books. This was one of those books that was like, yeah, you know what? I'm tired of saying, oh, I don't have time to read. I'm just going to listen to it because I've heard such great things about it. It's a great book um, and a great listen. With that being said, Alex was awesome. We had him come and do a talk at our coach event. I've been in touch with Kevin. I'm talking with Kevin. I'm hanging out with Alex, dude. Alex is a fantastic dude. He's just super bright, super brilliant. I mean, him and Kevin are like brothers, you know, like they, you, they are so, um, they, you, there's the same vibe from them. It's awesome. So, uh, Alex and Kevin were going to be at Summit, which was dope. We, I knew that going forward and going into it, but NQ was there and I'd only met him, you know, once before at, at, um, Life is Beautiful but I, he was super nice dude. We go to the event. I see, you know, I, I, I run into Alex and, and sure enough, NQ is hanging out with him. And so we start talking super cool, man, just a genuine, awesome dude. And that's the thing that's very cool about these three individuals. Um, Alex, Kevin, NQ, they're all just just super con- that that you can feel the humanity from them. You can feel the heart and the the truth and the honesty in them, and just super cool guys all all around. So I ended up rapping with NQ, doing all that stuff. Well, I see that he has that poetry day on there where he's doing a class on poetry. So I go and I'm like, that's that's on the docket now. I go to the the to show up for the workshop, and uh, I'm a little bit late. It's a it's just how I am sometimes. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. That's just who I am. Sometimes I'm a little bit late. That's just how it goes. Okay? Sorry, friends. If I'm a little bit late to you, please don't take it personally. Please don't. It's not because I don't disrespect your time. It's not because I don't value your time. It's because I've got something that has not made it able for me to be there on time. And uh, I want to just right now apologize to everybody. I'm late. And it's okay. I still love you. Now, I was a little bit late to the reading. It's fine. It's fine. I was a little bit late. And so the, it was a packed house. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. So I went and I there was people, there was a couple people like standing on the balcony. There's a balcony. So this big open room. And then there's a balcony that kind of co- covers the room, right? So it's imagine a, like a, imagine a square. And then you have NQ speaking on, on the stage and behind the stage is no balcony but to the right and to the left and in front of that stage there's a balcony that wraps around there so I went up to the balcony and I went directly facing him I didn't go to his light right I didn't go to his left I went right in front of there and you know I mean hey I'm late it's okay I'm not making a scene I'm just kind of being quiet and I sit down now I brought my I brought a pen and I brought a little notepad. One of the things, I, I love my notepads. I love to take little stupid notes in them, whatever it is. I've been starting to use my phone a lot more for taking notes. There's just stuff that I'll, I'll forget, um, ideas or thoughts or, or things I need to do. And so I'm writing stuff down. So I'm bringing it up there. I sit down and, you know, he talks about poetry. He kind of reads some poems that are incredible. And then he has us, excuse me. Uh, he has uh, up. <laughs> Saturday mornings. He has us uh, then write a poem. 
And so he walks us through, it gives us the, the quiet space to like write. And so I start writing poetry and start writing. I just start writing. And then afterwards, he's like, okay, so what I want you to do is then share it with the, your neighbor. And um, then your neighbor do the same. He's like, but I want you to be super encouraging. If you're the one listening, you be super encouraging. And if you're the one reading it, you read it just with however you feel that you should be reading it. And so super dope. So I go, I'm like, oh, okay. Now on this balcony, there's three of us. There's myself. There's this gal that came maybe a minute, minute, oh, probably like five minutes after I did. And there is this older gentleman who was sitting that I kind of went and stood near. So um, there's three of us. So we were like, all right, let's just all three go. So I believe the old the old gentleman went first. Now he was, um, he, I don't know. I don't know. So forgive me. He sounded like he was like, he had like a Russian accent or something, you know? And so I'm not sure where it was from, but he read this poem and this poem was like, even though it was in broken English, it was like really good. You can tell that he was, it, he was expressing himself about, uh, the hurt of his wife. Oh, I should say ex-wife and how they split. You know, and there was just frustrations that he was getting out and communicating that and things that he wanted. And it was just really beautiful. I was like, oh, wow. So then she goes and she reads hers and hers is super heavy as well. And it was also about her spouse. And it came across as if her spouse had, um, you know, it had lost his life. And there was this animosity that she was releasing towards her husband. And I don't know if he was... He was an addict or, or something, you know, I'm not really too sure on the, all the details. It didn't matter. The bottom line was the poem was beautiful. It was like very beautiful. It was like, wow. And she like got choked up during it. I mean, the old guy and I, we got choked up. I'm like, it was like, dang, dude, this is like real and this is heavy and this is awesome. And then I read mine and mine was like, time's crazy. <laughs> And you know, it's just like this hippity dippity thing about time. And I was like, I'm just reading it. And the thing is this, is that writing is very difficult for me. And the reason why is because whenever I write something, when I read it, it does not sound how I thought I was saying it. I don't know if that makes sense, but it doesn't sound like my voice. It doesn't sound like me. It's like, it's like I'm trying to write. I write differently than I actually am thinking or naturally would talk. And so with these poems, when I started reading it to him, I n noticed that it was like, oh, this is actually, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, that's how I meant to sound. And the delivery of it was right. So it was awesome. And and so they were super nice. And they were like, you know, overly encouraging you, like kind of instructed to. But maybe I, it didn't feel like they were like being like, oh, man, that was great, dude. You did a great, you know, it was like they were really like true with it was like kind of hey that was awesome thank you like yeah like in what they liked about it and uh all that fun stuff so it was it was bitching this the whole experience of that poetry workshop was just rad i could i saw how deep words could be you know i don't know if that makes sense but it was like i saw the values that words could bring that is dope and I really love it. And I love talking. I love vocalizing all the time. You know, I can't have my... Blah, 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 blah. So anyhow, I, that's when I started. I started writing um, after that workshop. And I started writing poetry. And I just kept writing, kept writing. And so I 
want to tell you about one of my poems. This is the first poem. I've got some stuff that I'm working on. I'm really excited about. And one of the first poems that I ever worked on was this poem that I wrote called Red. And so I'm going to read that to you and break it down throughout the whole process. So this this poem, Red, I will give you kind of the story to it. We were visiting friends up in Portland, and my friend Vetus was in town. Now, Vetus used to live in Portland. He used to play for the Timbers. He's just a freaking savage. Dude's from Lithuania, and he's just, like, always got this faux... Like, I don't know, faux hawk, like just this kind of just dope hair. He's very consistent. You know who Vetus is, you know that? And I, it, and honestly, the reality is with you, Vetus, I love you, buddy. The more I've gotten to know him, it's like, they're, uh, I just love it because you just, you judge books by their covers so often. And he's one of those guys that like I got to meet because I, I interviewed him for Dutch Bros um, maybe five years ago now. I don't even know. And, uh, Afterwards, he was just so inquisitive and rad. And I was like, whoa, okay, like, yeah. And I just started talking to him about places to go in, in Oregon that were super cool because, you know, he's from Lithuania. He'd just gotten to Portland and just started playing for the Timbers. So I ended, ended up, you know, have, forming a relationship and a friendship with him. And whoa, uh, he's just an awesome dude. So he was in town. He since has moved away. He was in town, and so we had met with... Um, my friend Taryn, hi Taryn, um, and um, and we met Vetus. I don't think Logan was there. Logan might have been there. I don't think you were though, buddy. But I love you. Um, so it was our friends Amber and Nate. It was us, and we met our friend Taryn and Vetus. And Vetus had a lady, so that's pretty awesome. So we got to meet her, and, and it was super cool. But we went to this old Italian restaurant. Uh, I don't even know the name of it. We've been there a couple times. It's it's an awesome place. So went there and met them, and and the place is crowded. It's packed. They don't take reservations, so it's like comes as in, and this is cold. We're in like November, December, and they have a table that's like a longer table, but well, they have a table that's like a longer table, but only like half full and so he's like i'm just waiting for these pe- these this couple to get up and then you guys can all sit down and so we're like okay well can the ladies just sit and so the ladies went in and so the ladies went inside and so it was just us so we're outside and it's cold and we're kind of just hanging out and all of a sudden the owner comes out and he's like hey guys listen and he brings out uh like three glasses of red wine i don't know what it was Pinot Noir, Cab, or i don't know all the stuff but um it was a glass of red wine and he's like, hey, he's like, sorry, I had to get the ladies in, you know, you know how it is. And I was like, yeah, of course. And that was my accent, by the way. And uh, he's like, hey, uh, and, and so we're just talking and he's like, thank you for waiting here. So this is all me. Just enjoy. And so we're like, okay, cool. He goes back inside and, and uh, <clears throat> um, we just start drinking our wine. And so the thing that was so incredible was this, this glass of wine, like changed everything for us, right? Like we we're outside, like, whoa. Well, yeah, I get it, y'all with the ladies, and anyways, dude, so, you know, you're just talking life, but all of a sudden, this wine came out, and I was like, ah, ooh, and it, like, unleashed, it opens up this, a different dialogue inside, you know, and so, I went inside, and I, um, got on my notes, and I wrote red, so, this is where that came from, and then I'm gonna break it down, I'll read it all the way through, and then break it down afterwards, <clears throat> Let me get my groggy froggy voice. My, my groggy froggy voice. Okay. Um, 
Mm. Red, a blend of brokenness and chaos, formed from the earth with grit, alive on the tree producing your blood. Life's blood, the nectar of the gods. Sweet, sweet red, how you open my doors and let the colors glow. Moments and conversations, connections and depth, a safety in the softness that is your nights. Sweet red, you are a joy to be a part of something more than just the day. So that's red, okay? Now, uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's weird listening to your own voice. So recording that is kind of funky. I feel weird about it. So sometimes I don't have the auto, like I don't have the voice that I hear sometimes. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's red. I wrote red because I wanted to write something about the, that experience that we were going on and what it took to, to achieve it. So um, I was thinking about wine and how it did it. It made a difference in our night. And I was like, well, what does it do? And like, what is wine? And so I just, instead of calling it wine, I called it red. And I was like, red, what is red? I'm like, well, it's a blend of, of brokenness and chaos. You know, because I, th- I thought about how like the actual vine would start out of the ground ripping through the soil come I mean even starting in the seed maybe and and that seed kind of cracking open as the vine starts to grow up out of the soil ripping through that soil tearing out exposing itself to the elements of the outside world you know where it's all of a sudden now it's starting to grow if you had this time lapse I remember showing one in Kocha a couple years ago but you have this time lapse of it and there's it's just it's broken everything's it's just chaotic dude it's crazy formed from the earth with grit like it took effort for it it had to grow this red came from a vine that had to produce you know like it 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 wasn't like it was a lazy thing and then the earth kind of just formed this thing up and on that vine grew some great grapes and this grapes produced red alive on the tree producing your blood these grapevines, literally, you can bite into a grape and it's juicy, right? And it, the, the, that nectar of the gods. And so what I thought about was like, you know, as, a, as, as this is this thing that's alive and produced into this bottle, now when we pour it into our glasses, you know, we, we get to enjoy that. We get to savor that, that kind of like life of this plant. Life's blood, you know, the nectar of the gods. We get to enjoy that blood. Sweet, sweet red. How you open my doors and let the colors glow. I mean, that's a reference to how, like, you know, when you when I drink wine, I have a glass of wine, It there is a, like, relaxation that comes over me. Kind of like, ah. And then uh, there's almost like a, a, a groove to it, like a vibe to it, where it's just like, okay, yeah. I can let, I'm like, it's like it, it's a, um, what would you say, a, uh, um, a, it's an approval of allowing yourself to let your guard down. You're like, yep, I'm okay with that. All right, here comes the approval. And you take a sip of it and it's like, wow. And it's just so sweet. It's so good when you just get to savor a glass of wine. Moments and conversations, connections and depth. That, that's basically saying like, the things that come from when you when when I go and enjoy wine with someone, 
I have these incredible moments with them. I have these great conversations and we connect and, and it's there, there's deep talk. You know, it's not just about shallow things. It's not just about, um, things that don't have any, that can't take root. You know, it's, it's ideas and thoughts and experiences that you build on a safety in the softness that is your nights. Uh, that is a, uh, it's just a reference to comfort. Um, because you know, on, on those, those, you go in deep and you, you're kind of allowing yourself to be vulnerable, but there's just a comfort that comes with it. It allows yourself to be a little bit more honest with your conversations. You know, I, it's just, I don't, this is me. I'm not, I'm not telling you what is. I'm just telling you what is for me. Sweet red, you are a joy. Because that's usually when it's time to have a bottle of wine, it's because it's a joyous time uh, to be a part of something more than just a day. And that last bit, that last um, verse or line is really a reminder for me of that there's more to be had in life. So be a part of that. So, so yeah, man, that's red. I don't even know if any of that makes sense or not, and I don't know. So I've been writing poetry. I'm continuing to write poetry, and how I do it is I'll I'll write the poems. Um, just breaking down my process for all this stuff, so everybody can have maybe an understanding. Maybe you don't even care, and that's okay. I still love you, but it's just what's going on. Sometimes it's just I'll write one line. I'm like, hmm, I want to talk about that later. I want to unpack that later. I want to dive deeper into that. Unpack that. That is a dedication to my friend Levi Harris, the king of unpacking. Um, So unpack that and kind of like, yeah, I want to give it more time and more space later on. And other times I'll just go and just plug in and all of a sudden it's like kind of like it's like uh, on Step Brothers where he is up there and it's like oh, singing right, and then he like comes off stage and he snaps out of it and he's like oh, like that's literally how it is. It's weird. I mean, not that dramatic, obviously, but that's the kind of like all of a sudden I'll be like right, 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 and I'll be done and I'll be like, whoa, like I just wrote all that. And then other times it's like I'll work on it in chunks, you know. And so, so those are my poems, right? And that goes into a little file, a little folder I have on my phone just called poems. And then there's refined poems. And refined poems are the ones that I'm starting to play with now. So what I'll do is I'll take a poem that I've written, then I'll read it out loud. And sometimes I'm like, that word does not make sense there. And and I'll start to edit it up and clean it up um, just to make sure that it can be uh, smoothly communicated, you know, and, and understood. So do that, and and then I have poems final. And the poems final, obviously, yeah, you guessed it, friends. Poems final is the final. It's the final poem. I don't want to talk too much more about it because I don't want to give it too much away. But that folder, those are my done, done. And I've got six... <laughs> But I've got a lot in the refined. And I've got a few in the poems. So yeah, just writing. I'm just enjoying it. 
it's fun, <clears throat> but it hits you. It's not something that like I, I, it's something that I like randomly you'll see something and then I'm like, I've got to write about it, you know, and a lot of times it'll be late at night where I'm like just laying down to bed thinking about something that I'm like, Ooh, and cause I've done it too many times where I'm like, Oh, I just need to remember to write that down tomorrow. Cause I'll be so tired. You know, I'll need to remember that tomorrow. And I just, and it never goes back. It never comes back. And that idea, that thought never comes back. Maybe it does, but I don't recall it, you know. Like deja vu. So, yeah. Poetry is awesome. I don't know if you've ever, you know, I mean, just writing, the fact of getting to write, but I just find that I like writing something and refining it. I can't just write to write, and I know that that's actually a good idea too, and I just haven't found myself uh, motivated enough to do that. Um, My brother does some really cool stuff with journaling, and he's been kind of not really challenging me too hard, but like kind of like throwing it out like, hey, you should do this, you should do this. I have not done it yet, but I probably should sooner than later. Who knows? I'm just a guy trying to trying to live. Well, all right, man. That's it for today. That's my poems. That's how I do it. That's what's going on with it. And that's my first real one that I kind of did that process with. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy. Guys, great seeing you. Well, no, not really. But, hey, stay excited out there. Boom. <laughs> That's my new tagline. Stay excited. Hey, stay excited. Hey, stay excited. Hey, you stay excited. All right, see you guys. Boom. <laughs>